Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you, Jay, and good day to all. I'd like to introduce you today to the best friend you'll ever have. Would you love to meet him? We'll meet him in just a moment. Before we do that, the International Gospel Hour, or Are You Listening?, has been on the airwaves since 1934. During all this time, we have been blessed to be on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plea for everyone to carry forth the words of Jesus to search the Scriptures according to John 5.39, and we do so with the aim of the words of Peter in 2 Peter 3 and verse 18, but grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, dear friends, through our broadcast, you can rest assured we're not going to make a plea for your money, but we are grateful for your time. And now, the best friend we'll ever have. I'll simply reply through the words of that blessed hymn, Hallelujah, what a Savior, Jesus Christ. We've been learning about Christ from the prophecy of Isaiah in Isaiah 53. We now come today to verse 8 that speaks of Christ that says, He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. Dear friends, we're going to see some things today that are very sad, but I want you to think about the last phrase in Isaiah 53, 8, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And let's be thankful for the price that Christ paid. But let's think about that price. Today, consider with me from Isaiah 53, 8, the tainted trial, the crucified Christ, and the propitiation price. First of all, when we see that he was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation, this was mentioned by Philip when he taught the eunuch, and mentioned in Acts 8 and verse 33. When we look back in the Gospel of Counts, before Caiaphas, Jesus was slapped by an officer of the law, I'm sorry, John 18, 19-23. Dear friends, according to the law, this was illegal. Not only the slap, but Jesus reminded them that they were to ask of witnesses, and they were not to interrogate him at this point. They even had false witnesses brought against Christ who could not agree one with another. We see that in Mark fourteen fifty-five through 59 Dear friends, I want you to consider with me some illegalities against the Jewish law, that what they did with Christ violated the law of the land. I'm indebted to a dear friend and one of my teachers many years ago, Wendell Bird, for this list. For example, the law said you couldn't arrest anyone at night if they were to be put to death. Well, Jesus was arrested at night. The law said before a man could be arrested, he must be accused of a specific thing. But the Jews made their charge after they had arrested Christ. The law said you couldn't arrest a man because you didn't like him. 
Well, the Jews did. The law states that a friend could have you arrested, but Judas, who told the Roman officials about Jesus, was his friend. The law said a person couldn't be tried at night if the trial was concerning his life, but according to Matthew 26:57, Jesus was tried at night. The law said that a trial could not be in just one day if a man's life was at stake, but Christ's trial was in one day. The law said that a trial could not begin on the day before the Sabbath because they did not meet court on the Sabbath, but Christ's trial was the day before the Sabbath. The law stated that a man could not be railroaded, but Jesus was by his own people. The law also stated that anyone who wished could attend the trials of a prisoner, but this was not true with Christ, as we note this of Peter. The law said that a man who was facing death at his trial must be in the temple, but this was not true with Christ. He was tried at the palace of Caiaphas and Annas. The law also stated that no man could be convicted on his own words. But Christ was convicted or crucified on his own statement when Caiaphas asked him, Was he the Son of God? And Christ replied, Thou hast spoken. And the law said that a person who was to be put to death must have at least one person on his side to vote in his defense, and Christ did not. We look at all this and wonder, how could this be? How horrendous is all of this? But can we stop and listen to the words of Jesus? Why? In Matthew 26, verses 53 and 54, remember what he said? Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the Scriptures be fulfilled, that thus it must be? In Acts 4, 26-28, in Peter's preaching in defense, here's what he said. The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. All the suffering that Jesus went through, dear friends, that tainted trial, we must remember, it was that the Scriptures be fulfilled, that thus it must be. And folks, what that does is remind us of the great price and suffering that Jesus paid, and to remind us that we will have no better friend than Jesus, and what all He endured and faced. I want to know more about Jesus. Paul said in Philippians 3 and verse 10, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrections, and uh, the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Dear friends, would you like to know more about this one, your best friend who endured so much for you and for me? There is salvation in none other, according to Acts 4 and verse 12. And dear friends, remember I mentioned moments ago that anything we offer here is absolutely free? Well, I've got something I'd love to send you. Would you love to grow in the knowledge of Christ with a simple home Bible study that you can do on your own? It has no denominational bias or man-made influence. It's just a simple Bible study that you can open your Bible and follow along and see what God has to say. The International Gospel Hour offers this absolutely free, and it's done by mail. All you have to do is call toll-free at 1-855-444-6988. That's one eight four four, or I'm sorry, let me try that again. One eight five five four 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 six nine eight eight. 
Leave us your name and address and simply say, I'd like a Bible study. You can also go to internationalgospelhour.com, give us your name and address, and put in the comment blanks, send me the Bible study. And your free Bible course will come your way. And if you will, let us know where you're hearing us and where you follow us as we come to you with our broadcast. We'd love to know that as well. We have a lot of great partners throughout the world that advertise and also place our broadcast on their airwaves. And for them, we are grateful. Let us hear from you. We'd love to study the Bible with you, and you can do it in the privacy of your own home. And now back to our study of Isaiah 53, 8. The crucified Christ. Now let us notice he was cut off out of the land of the living. And in Acts 8 and verse 33, in teaching the eunuch from this text, for his life was taken from the earth. In 1 Peter 3.18, we are reminded that Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. The word cut off addresses the severity of his death. This I'm going to adapt from C. Truman Davis, a medical doctor, from the Expositor's Bible Commentary, Volume 8. Dr. Davis writes the following concerning Christ's crucifixion upon the cross. With these cramps come the inability to push himself upward to breathe, cramps from his legs, Air can be drawn into the lungs, but not exhaled. He fights to raise himself in order to get even one small breath. Finally, carbon dioxide builds up in the lungs and in the bloodstream, and the cramps partially subside. Spasmodically, he is able to push himself upward to exhale and bring in life-giving oxygen. Hours of this limitless pain, cycles of twisting, joint-rendering cramps, intermittent partial asphyxiation, searing pain as tissue is torn from his lacerated back as he moves up and down against the rough timber. Then another agony begins, a deep crushing pain deep in the chest as the pericardium slowly fills with serum and begins to compress the heart. It is now almost over. The loss of tissue fluids has reached a critical level. The compressed heart is struggling to pump heavy, thick, sluggish blood into the tissues. The tortured lungs are making a frantic effort to gasp in small gulps of air. He can feel the chill of death creeping through his tissues. Finally... He can allow his body to die. All this the Bible records with the simple words, And they crucified him, Mark fifteen twenty four. What wondrous love is this? Dr. Davis has brought forth, looking at the physical suffering of Christ, can we only imagine? And Jesus said through all of this in John twelve thirty two, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me, the crucified Christ, quickly. From Isaiah 53, verse 8, let's look at the propitiation price. He is the propitiation. He is our appeaser. He appeased God. This word propitiation is defined also as the removal of wrath. Mentioned in Romans 3.25, whom God had sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. John speaks of this propitiation in 1 John 2 and verse 2, as well as in 1 John 4 and verse 10, 
that herein is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins, the ultimate price, the greatest price paid. Yes, dear friends, I would take this verse of Isaiah 53, 8, like Philip did with the eunuch, and I would speak of the tainted trial, his crucifixion, and the price paid, and I would make the plea to respond unto Jesus Christ. Dear friends, let's continue this study together, shall we? Thank you for joining me today on Are You Listening? I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,